Welcome back to Tea Time Reports, everybody. Today, it's Brandon here with you, bringing you the very next episode of the Raise the Trumpet installment. And man, am I so excited because playoff baseball is here. The Rays' fifth postseason berth in a row is upon us, and we kick it off today at 3 p.m., a little over an hour and 15 minutes from now, against the Texas Rangers at home at the Trop, where, like I said in the last episode, the Rays were tied with the Los Angeles Dodgers for the best home record in all of baseball. Now, we did lose the season series to Texas four games to two. This Texas lineup is one of the best in all of baseball. Led the American League in runs, led the American League in home runs, but this Rays lineup and this Rays offense was right behind it. And this is going to be a series that features two teams that halfway through the season, a lot of people probably thought that would be the two top seeds in the American League, and now they're playing each other in the wild card series. So, yes, two teams that probably fell a little bit short of what their initial expectations were, but two teams that are really going to put on a show for us as race fans, for us as baseball fans in general. And the Rangers have a losing record on the road. I just touched on the Rays record at home. So that does that does make me feel a lot better about this than I already do heading into this wildcard series. Now, like I said before, and a lot of other people did as well, I thought this was going to be a matchup between the Rays and the Toronto Blue Jays. But honestly, the Texas Rangers kind of shot themselves in the foot, losing three of their last four games against Seattle. And I think one other team, I forget if that was a three-game or a four-game set. And lost the division lead, and now they're in the wild card spot paying, playing the Rays. And the Rays handled business against Toronto this past weekend. And I think won two games out of three there, which knocked Toronto down even one more spot. And that's what moved Texas in because Seattle spoiled Texas's hope at winning that division resulting in us matching up against Texas in the series, which, honestly, I'm looking at it now, and yes, I thought it was going to be the Blue Jays. I would much rather have played the Blue Jays, more so just being a division opponent. We've sort of had the upper hand on them this season, but at the same time, I look at it, and they still do have Boba Shett. They still do have Vladdy Jr., and it's a divisional matchup. You never, never know how that could go. And looking at a Texas lineup that, like I already said, it was one of the best in all of baseball. The pitching staff is very, very sub subpar, especially with Max Scherzer being out still. That's going to be one of the storylines to watch. But speaking of storylines, this, this matchup gives us a lot more storylines and a lot better storylines, in my opinion, than it would have against the Blue Jays. You have the brother storyline with Josh Lowe and Brandon Lowe. And then you have the non-official brother if you will relationship with Adolis Garcia and Randy Rosarina two prospects from the St. Louis Cardinals organization that you can clearly see they did a great job of holding them because now look at what they've panned out to be and now look at what the Cardinals are I won't I won't go there for Cardinals fans shout out to Trey I know you're one of them as well and um but yeah so not only from those storylines but like I said before, we have the storyline of these two teams that were projected to be the two top seeds in the American League halfway through the season matching up against each other and what we can only hope is going to provide fireworks. Um, any pitchers in this series might dread their start. Uh, we got Tyler Glass now on the bump tonight. We got Zach Eflin on the bump tomorrow, and we shouldn't even have to worry about Game 3, hopefully. Uh, honestly, the paper shows it, the stats show it. Their lineup 
a little bit better than ours. But I'm still going to take our lineup with everybody else in the league. Now, we're missing Brandon Lau still, which is huge. Um, I'm going to get into that. But I would give Texas just a slight, slight upper hand in the lineup. But then our pitching just blows Texas's pitching out of the water. Texas has lost an insane amount of one-score games this season and have blown an insane amount of saves and leads in the 7th, 8th, ninth innings. That's all they've done is just lose close games and just fumble under pressure. And the Rays are the complete opposite. Led the league in a walk-off wins this season with 11. Time and time again, they're down by four, five, six runs, and they're still in it. Time and time again, they're coming back in the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning. And it just has to go back to the coaching again with Kevin Cash and this, and this team and the management there. And these players just never willing to quit and always having fight in them. And going back to the lineups, we got Yandy Diaz leading off tonight. Randy Rosarina batting second. Harold Ramirez in the DH batting third. Izot Paredes playing third and batting fourth in the cleanup. Curtis Mead is getting a start at second base, batting fifth. Manny Margot ahead. Manny Margot playing right field, batting sixth. Taylor Walls batting seventh. And Jose Siri is back and made the playoff roster. I'll touch into that in shortly. And is batting eighth. Renee Pinto is getting the start at catcher, batting ninth. I like that Pinto's getting the start at catcher tonight. We might see Bethancourt tomorrow. I think we will. But Pinto's just had the best chemistry with Tyler Glass now compared to Bethancourt and just all the other pitchers as well. So that's that's a matchup that I was really looking forward to seeing. Or not a matchup, but just something a pairing that I was really looking forward to seeing when our lineup came out because of that very thing I just said. Going over to the Texas Rangers lineup, Marcus Simeon. Batting leadoff today, Corey Seager batting second. I think that's Robbie Robbie Grossman? Yeah, Robbie Grossman batting third. Adolis Garcia batting fourth in the cleanup. Nathaniel Lowe batting fifth, playing first base. Jonah Heim, who's had a great season, batting um, sixth at catcher. Leody Tavares batting seventh at center field. Josh Young, Jung, forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, batting eighth playing third and Evan Carter making his playoff debut which is another storyline one of the best prospects in all the baseball the Rangers top prospect I believe starting in left field and batting ninth so I just I hope and pray he does not have a um, Randy Rosarina type of uh, resurgence or emergence if you will into the major league into the major league playoffs like we saw the COVID year from Randy Rosarina moving on to that I want to get into the playoff roster for the Rays that was announced today uh, for the wild card series, at least. Now, they can make roster changes in between series, which is really good because we're going to have some names coming back. Jason Adam hopefully will be coming back. Brandon Lau, not quite yet. Um, Josh, uh, Luke Rayleigh, I'm sorry, should be coming back as well. But yeah, some of those names were left off. So, pitchers, we have 11 on the wild card series roster. Sean Armstrong, Aaron Savali, Chris Devensky, Jake Diekman, Zach Eflin, Pete Fairbanks, Tyler Glass, now Andrew Kittredge, Zach Littell, Colin Pochet, and Mr. Bobby Stevenson. Our two catchers are Christian Bentoncourt and Renee Pinto. We have seven infielders, Jonathan Aranda, Oslavis Bisabe. Junior Caminero did make the playoff roster. I'm not surprised that he did. I kind of expected him to, but I'm more so just relieved that we actually did it and I can actually see it in fine print now. But that's three rookies, three young guns right there off the top that I just listed from the infield. And I said we're, we were going to have to rely on our youth and our kids, and that's looking like it's going to be the case. Yandy Diaz, Curtis Mead, Isaac Paredes, Taylor Walls. And in the outfielders, we have six. Randy Rosarina, 
Josh Lowe, Manuel Margot, Harold Ramirez, and like I said, um, Jose Siri did get reinstated from his hand fracture. He's back in the World Series roster, or World Series. Eventually he will be, hopefully, Wild Card Series roster. Then Ramel Tapia, I hope I said his first name right, is that sixth outfielder as well. So that is your Tampa Bay Rays Wild Card Series official roster, and it's still as strong as ever, bro. Especially I'm looking at the pitchers, I'm looking at that bullpen, even without Jason Adam, bro. Pete Fairbanks is on fire. Robert Stevenson's having a revitalized career or revitalized season type of career, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Jake Dietman's been looking great. Andrew Kittredge has been looking all right since he's coming off his injury, but it's still Andrew Kittredge. Then you already know Zach Eflin, Zach Littell, Tyler Glasnow, and Savali are our four starting pitchers for this wildcard series. So like I said, we already know Tyler Glasnow is getting a start tonight. Zach Eflin's getting a start tomorrow night. Then for whatever reason, if we do go to game three, I think Kevin Cash just sort of left Zach Littell and Aaron Savali at his disposal to use and decide what she wants to use in that game three. Looking at the lineup, though, for Texas Rangers in their career against Tyler Glass now, not looking too good. Marcus Simeon's really the only one that has had success against Tyler Glass now in his career, batting four for nine, two home runs, five RBIs, and three strikeouts, and a 444 average against Tyler Glass now in his career. Corey Seager's one for five with two strikeouts. Then... Their four through six hitters, Garcia, Nathaniel Lowe, Jonah Heim, three of their best hitters, are combined 0 for 9 with four strikeouts against Tyler Glass now. So that, that gives me a lot of hope against game one. We are favored in this game. I think it's minus 150 for the money line and minus one and a half for the spread. I think the Rays do take tonight's game handily. I think they come out tonight and make a statement, and Texas is just going to continue to be a shell of themselves and be cursed, all thanks to Nelson Cruz. Tampa Bay Rays lineup against Jordan Montgomery in their career. Now, don't forget, we saw a lot of Montgomery while he was with the New York Yankees. So this lineup is experienced against him. They know what he throws. They know what to expect. But he has had a little bit of success against some of our bigger names. But throughout the rest of our lineup, they've had a lot more success about or uh, with Jordan Montgomery than Texas' lineup has done with Tyler Glass. Now, Yanni Diaz is only 3 for 16. Batting 188 against Jordan Montgomery in his career. Randy Rosarina is 4 for 20 with 8 strikeouts, batting 200. But he does have 2 home runs and 4 RBIs against Jordan Montgomery. Harold Ramirez is batting 500 against him. Isaac Paredes is batting 333 against Montgomery with a home run. Manuel Margot is 6 for 18 with 1 home run, 3 RBIs against Montgomery. Then Taylor Walls is also batting 500 against Jordan Montgomery. I mean, all around the board on paper tonight, you... You take the Rays to win this game. You really do. From Tyler Glass now and his success as of late and how good he's been this season and, and his success against this Rangers lineup and Jordan Montgomery, who, okay, just to give him some credit, I can't forget that he is only throwing, I think, 279 ERA right now in his last 11 starts with Texas and has been their best pitcher since they acquired him from St. Louis. And I mentioned his days with the Yankees. He's a completely different pitcher than he was with New York when Harold Ramirez and Manuel Margot and all these other raised players were having that success against him. So that's going to be a big story to watch out for in this game, but I still think that the Rays do win tonight handedly and just get off to a great start. I mean, tickets is, are as low as only $20. I would have been there tonight, but I couldn't make it. But um, yeah, Luke Rayleigh's been left off the wildcard series roster. Jason Adams has as well, then Brandon Lau. So we're still dealing with the injury bug a little bit, but we saw some 
positive sides of it, getting Jose Siri back. And I'm excited about that. I was really going to be bummed if we did not have him, especially in a home series. But we do. He's going to bring that swagger. He's going to bring that energy that we really need. And he's going to bring that power. I mean, he's a 200 hitter, but was second in our team in home runs. You know? And another thing is this Rays lineup, all righties tonight. All right-handed batters against the left-handed Jordan Montgomery. Now, that's one thing that's been a very big issue for the Rays as of late in recent years has been they're hitting against left-handed pitchers, but that season it is or this season has turned around drastically. The Rays are batting 270 as a whole against left-handed pitchers this season. And another interesting stat, even though the Rangers did win that season series 4-2, they only batted 219 against us. And they only outscored us by two runs in those six games. I think it was 26-24, to 24 and they won two more games than us. So, I mean, the more I look into it, the more I just believe in this race team to honestly win both these games flat out and just move on to Baltimore and handle their business with them. But I just I hope the Rays aren't looking past this at that Baltimore series and just bypass or just don't even give the Rangers the, the respect that they deserve. I don't think that's going to be the case at all with Kevin Cash and this team and how he gets them ready and prepared. They seem locked in. They seem ready to go. Isak Paredes was just two RBIs shy of finishing the season with 30-plus home runs and 100 RBIs. But Yandy Diaz did become the American League batting champion, batting with an average of 330, had an OPS of or on-base percentage of 410, slugging of 522, and I think just shy of 1,000 um, OPS. And... Also becoming the first Ray in franchise history to win that American League batting title. So shout out to him, man. Became the team MVP and the American League batting champion in the same season. And it's well, well deserved. He's been the staple in the glue of the team all season. And he's starting to get accredited for it. Now, all he has to do is just top it off with a World Series ring. Arrow, I want to give a shout out to him as well. He was named the minor league baseball breakout player of the year i've touched on his stats in the last episode on raise the trop so make sure you go check that episode out if you haven't already shout out to him though i hope he just rides that momentum into this postseason and has a randy a rosarina-esque emergence like i was talking about evan carter might with the Rays the same way randy did and man i i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it Another interesting stat for the Rays, I want to give them some credit to, man. Six players this year with 20 home runs or more for the first time ever in franchise history. Off the top of my head, I'm going to name, name those three players or those six players and see if I can do it. Isaac Paredes, Jose Siri, Brandon Lau, Randy Rosarina, Yanni Diaz, Luke Rayleigh, I believe. Damn, I think I'm missing one. Yeah, so Yandi, Randy, Isaac Paredes, Jose Siri, Brandon Lau. And damn it, I'm missing one more. There were six, though. I know that. Go check the stats and fact check me, please. Actually, I'm just going to pull it up right now because it's going to piss me off. All right, so I got it here. Yeah, so Jose, Isaac, Randy, Yandi. Oh, yeah, Josh Lowe was the one I was forgetting. Duh, how could I? So I got everybody but Josh Lowe, right? Luke Rayleigh had 19. Damn it, that's who I was mixing up with Josh Lowe. I did pretty good, though. I did pretty good. Yanni Diaz also had 173 hits this season, man. Well-deserved, like I said. I wanted to give him some credit for that. Then we also set the franchise record in home runs 
and runs scored this season. I believe it was 330 home runs. I think it was 330 home runs that we had this season. And we also set the franchise record in runs as well, I believe, with 860. I had it in free. 860, no, 230 home runs, not 330, I'm sorry. Franchise record in runs, 860. Then franchise record in home runs as well with 230. Attributed to six players getting 20 home runs or more. And we were just three home runs behind the Rangers and the Twins, who were both tied for first with the most home runs in the American League with 233. So we were just right behind them. This Rays lineup still has as much power as ever, but it's not so much the power we're relying on. It's the getting on base and stealing bases and just artificially scoring runs with just base knocks and doubles. That's been a lot of our bread and butter this year, along with the home runs. And when you have that combination working together and paired like that, the sky's the limit. And I really do think if Brandon Lau can somehow get healthy and we can really go deep in this postseason I think he could be the difference between us winning a World Series or not without him I think I just think we're just shy of making it and winning it bro but I really do feel like if this team does have Brandon Lau and does have Josh Adams this team can really really compete for World Series with Kevin Cash at the helm with the experience that he has we've made it here before with a lesser roster and we're just even better now and we have the individual players. We have the pitching. Our bullpen's probably the best it's ever been right now. So even even without Brandon Lau, I think we're still right there. And anything can happen in October baseball. We can very well still make the World Series. I'm only really worried about Houston. I, like I said before, I just don't think Baltimore's quite there yet with postseason experience and just overcoming adversity like that. And I think the stage is just going to get a little bit too big for them. But... Oh, I had to stat check myself as well. I said the Rangers outscored the Rays 26 of 24 this season. It was 27 of 25. I was just off, but still only outscored us by two runs on the season series. So, though they did win it by two games, you got to dive deeper into it and really look at the stats. And the Rays were the better team in that season series. They just weren't rewarded with it. And we had a lot of losses like that this season, dude. We really did, which was a shame. Um... Where you can watch this game tonight, I believe it's going to be on ABC, or not tonight, in an hour from now at 3 p.m. It's going to be on ABC, and I already touched on the money line. It's going to be minus 150 for the raise for the money line, then minus one and a half. Oh, it actually changed. Uh, no, 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 it's still the same. Then minus one and a half for the spread, and the over-under on the game is seven and a half. Honestly, I would smash the over. The over under 7.5, I would smash the over for this game. I wouldn't touch the spread, the, mon the run line, and I would touch the money line. So, I mean, I would make two out of three of these bets, which is good. Now, I'll touch on the other wild card matchups today as well. The Toronto Blue Jays go into Minnesota and play the Twins around 4.45 today, Eastern Time. The Arizona Diamondbacks go into Milwaukee as underdogs against the Brewers and play at 7.08 p.m. tonight. Then the Miami Marlins, man, shout out to them. Surprise team. I mean, them and the Arizona Diamondbacks, bro. Shout out to them. They both had great seasons. Two surprise teams making the playoffs out of the National League with teams like the Cardinals, the Mets, the Padres not making the playoffs, the Cubs not making the playoffs, the Reds just missed out as well, man. The National League really isn't going to be as entertaining as the American League, in my opinion. Now, you could have a team like the Phillies, 
or maybe even the Brewers, man. The Brewers are the best pitching team in baseball. The Rays were only second behind them in the regular season. And they still have a very formidable lineup. And the Phillies as well were just in the World Series. They host a playoff matchup against the division rival Marlins. But I, it's still just the Braves and the Dodgers at this point, bro. They're just miles ahead of everybody else. And I still think the Braves are still considerably better than the Dodgers. The Braves are my for sure pick coming out of the National League and representing them in the World Series. Then as far as the American League goes, bro, I think it's coming down to the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Astros again. And we'll get into that when we do get there. Hopefully we do. But yeah, I believe tonight's game is on ABC at 3 p.m. Yep, ABC Eastern Time, 3 p.m. First pitch probably be around like 3.08, maybe. But it is also confirmed that the Rays are wearing their double Rays jerseys tonight. Which, man, those things are some beautiful, beautiful unis. If for whatever reason you haven't seen them yet, please, please make sure you go check this out. But other than that, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you, if you can make it, go to the TROP show up show out we need to raise up baby but if not make sure you tune in to the game at 3 p.m on abc and support your tampa bay rays man because they deserve it more than they ever have man they've just been a staple in the postseason ever since really 2008 i mean i've touched on it before they're still top three most winningest franchise in the regular season in all of major league baseball ever since they became a team in 1998 1999 and they just continue to impress with the 27th ranked payroll in all of baseball. When Also, since 2018, when Tyler Glass now made his debut with the Rays, the Rays have allowed the third least amount of runs in all of baseball in that five-year span. And the only two teams with less are the Dodgers and the Astros. The Dodgers right now are third in payroll. The Astros right now are seventh in payroll. And like I just said, the Rays are 27th in payroll. So they deserve it. Make sure you show some love to this team. Thank you once again for tuning in. Raise the fuck up. And peace.